Oh, hey, 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 we're back. <laughs> Hopefully with the goods for some of you. Yes, we had, well, so many people were commenting and asking questions last time that we thought we better do. What do your horses want you to know? Part deux. Part deux. That's say. cute. Yeah. <laughs> or dos, wherever you're from. <laughs> uh, so, yes, we will get straight into this. But first of all, we'll do our regular old rigmarole, as we always do. And, of course, if you are watching, we like to know who you are and where you're from. Always. Always. So, Tell us. Don't don't make us guess. And don't, don't be shy. Don't be we shy. won't question you. We're not going to say, hey, Albert, tell us something. We don't. just want to know that you're here. We might. Oh. If your name, if you have a weird place or something like that that you're from or something we can't pronounce, then absolutely well, we will. Could be true. That happens every once in a while. But then we make good friends. All right. So the first thing we want to see from you guys is that hashtag. Holy, holy jumping jump tuna fish. fish. If you hear or see something today, and hopefully you will, because this is some pretty cool horse information. Uh, if you see something that blows your mind or you want more information like that, throw in that hashtag for us because we always like to know what it is you guys are really liking out of things mm. as well. Of course, share this baby out. If you have horse people in your life, the more we can do to share information on the welfare of the horse, the better off that we all are. So in fact, I'm going to say it's time. This is really sharing that's caring. It really is. Taking care of the pony poles. And if we look after our beautiful horses and the welfare of their being, they're actually way safer. And that makes them safer to be around all of us humans. That's right. Safety 101. So share this one out because all the horse people, it's always good for them to learn and know more things. Right? Exactly. And then, of course, this lovely hashtag that we are life changers and we don't just mean us. We mean all of our horses, all of you, everybody out there who's looking to change somebody's life every single day. And that's everybody because simply all it takes is a little bit of kindness. That's it. A smile here and there, something along those lines. What you doing? Woo! Are you cold? I am very, very cold <laughs> in here. But, you know, it was interesting. I was doing my Bible studies this morning and in Romans... It really speaks on kindness. And I always love that when you can find something, whatever your your well personal done. thing is. But I loved it because we talk about this kindness all the time. Yeah, it's true. in Romans. And it's important. Right? Mm -hmm. And it's just the smallest thing. But remember yeah. to be kind. Be that life changer that is out there. And of course, if you catch this on replay, let us know so we can come back and say hi. For those of you who have just joined us, do say hello. <laughs> That's is all. anyone here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anybody <laughs> is this thing on? We didn't even practice that. <laughs> so yes, let us know who you are and where you're from. So we feel like we are talking to the souls that are out there. All right. Oh, and uh, we got to introduce yeah, My name is Carolyn Charles. I'm the director of sales and marketing, as well as instructor and facilitator for the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. Hi, everyone. My name is Carrie Fulmack, the founder and master instructor of the Equine Connection, globally helping people around the world to the job that we do. And what is that? The most amazing thing on earth. Why? We get to smell the pony pones every single day. We live and breathe. Plus, we get to do this as a living Plus, we're our own boss. Plus, we help humans to actually move forward in their own lives, not because of what it is that we say, but because of how the horse actually teaches. So plus, 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 with plus, plus. our certification, I have to tell you that is the greatest thing we're most proud of is the foundation is the welfare of the horse first. So it's always their full being, not just health pieces to look after the horse. That's why today's Second, part two, part two, is exciting because the more information we can give out to people globally, it's going to help every single one of us. And it's just such a beautiful place to be because why? Our pony pones always make us feel so darn happy. And we heal 
and we're calmer. It's just a beautiful place. Oh, there's Miss Richie Rachel on from Ooh. Halifax. Good morning. Well, yes, you're after we're, well, we're afternoon too. Yeah. Good afternoon. We're both afternoon. <laughs> yeah. That is all. <laughs> Good afternoon to all. So, yes, absolutely. And the horses do that. You give so much to us and ask nothing in return. So the more that we can get out there about the true welfare of the horse, and we're not just talking you know, hoof and mouth kind of thing, that sort of deal, which are very important and we're going to talk about, but uh, the whole welfare, psychologically, everything. All I'm right. Sorry, I keep looking I out my window say, yeah. because we have four dogs, but there's one big dog who looks like a bear. He's like looking kind of panicked and I'm not sure exactly why. So that's not good. Right. Oh, now he seems to be, okay, He's finding his down. way again. Yeah. He's moving okay. forward. It's all all right, everybody. I know you were concerned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get back into this. What do your horses want you to know? So we talked about the headache last time, and this seemed to be something that you guys all thought was really cool. So we thought we, we're going to attempt this because yeah. we don't know if it works. We haven't tried this before, but we're going to try. And we're going to show you a picture. Show you a picture of exactly ooh, the weather's starting to come up nice. I know. It? More rain. Bring it, rain. Yeah, bring it on. Okay. Oh, yeah, cool. see, that's much better because then <laughs> me trying to explain where you press in. This is beautiful. And then when you push that area in over the eye, you'll see that little poof come out. And again, if they do not, or if they have a headache or there's something going on, they're going to raise their head really fast and get out of the way. Yeah. Cause it'll be an ouchie yeah. for them. So that's one really cool part for any of you who are asking about where is that place or how do I check for a headache? This is a fabulous way to do it. A little pressure there. And if your horse reacts, not so great. They probably have a headache. And then what do you do if they have a headache? Well, one of the first places to check is the old teeth skis, right? Teeth are very, very important. And we're not just talking the regular the float. floating. It needs to be the, really the three-point process of making sure that they're able to front and back teeth, able to properly emulsify their food. So one of the reasons that this is this is them emulsifying oh, their yeah. food. <laughs> we'll go into the dentist piece after too. Oh, okay. Well, I was gonna I'm gonna talk about that part right now, yeah. if that's okay. I was just gonna say the importance of emulsifying their food. Oh, okay. Uh remove. Oh shoot. I think I deleted all of that now. Any hoodle. <laughs> so <laughs> with emulsifying their food, the proper way that they have to do it to be able to actually mash it down so that they can get all the vital vitamins and minerals and everything that they actually need. Since food travels so quickly through their stomach and into their intestines and actually goes through the whole system fairly quickly, they don't get the opportunity as much to be able to absorb the food in the same way. So we have to make sure that their teeth are perfect, not perfect, but as close to as we can get. So they're properly mashing up the food to actually get all of the nutrients that they need from it in the first place. So that's a big part of it. And they need to eat 16 hours a day. Yeah, That's what horses are designed to do is eat, 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 forge, if you will. Mm -hmm. Then they need to move. They take pieces or bits or however they do, and then they move. That's how they constantly are surviving too. And that's their whole design is the movement piece. Mm -hmm. So even in the wild, they eat, eat, but then they move because they have to be ready to go in case, of course, a predator comes their way and they can never just sit and gorge because if they sit and gorge, going to be way too hard for them to run quickly. Yeah, absolutely. And which they have to be able to. You don't see too many fat wild horses. No. Yeah. <laughs> You no, don't because they, they don't. They they got the thing. You do see fat domesticated horses. They don't have the same like 
sense of urgency, I think, with that they have to be able to run all the time too. But wild horses, they do. They have to have that foraging all the time, moving, 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 constantly. How much is it that they say a herd, do you remember? Travels? Moves throughout the day, yeah. Uh, 20 is the age. I was going to say 20 miles, but that's not it. I don't believe it is. is it, it was 20, far, though. It was like miles? an impressive amount of space that yeah. they actually mm. go over each day because they are. They're moving. They're foraging. They're kind of always constantly on the move. They're not just setting up shop somewhere. We learned a little cute saying. For those of you who can't retain the information when your horses are lame and you're trying to figure out, I mean, you you put them in a little trot. You put them in a circle. You do your thing and you say, yeah, it's it's that like, yeah, I, it's pretty sure. But uh, the vet, one of the vet techs, actually, for all the years we've been doing this, this was the greatest little verbiage because we remember it. And how it rolls is when you're checking out your horse down on sound. So, that, of course, the horse's head would not be bopping up, but down on sound. So yes. that means that's a, the good side. So I, anyone who likes that, give me a, a thumbs up or something. Yeah, do something. I see we did get some little hearts and stuff like that there. Did we? So that's nice. I don't know how that works. Yes. <laughs> I just see them up at the top there. Okay, down on sound. Yeah, but that is a really cool one because it's hard. When you're watching your horse move and you're like, is it that leg? Is it that leg? Which one is it? Is it the shoulder? Where, where is are it they this? from? Yeah. yeah. So that gives you an opportunity to kind of start narrowing things down because their head is down on sound. Yeah. I, I think that's a cool one. Kind of rhymes. It helps it, out a lot. It does. I think that's why we can retain that information. Yes. And please do, if you're on, ask us your questions as well. We're more than happy to, if we don't know the answer, we'll find it out for you. But if we do, then we're more than happy to help you out with it too. You know, horses are always, always speaking. So here's a good tester for you with your own pony, your own horse, your own donkey. I always call them pony pones, but talk to them, like literally talk to them and see what they say. And I test it out in both ways. Sometimes, of course, I'm thinking my thought and then I watch my horse to see if their ears move. It's the same thing when I use my verbal. So I will ask them something and then I see how they move their ears and how they're listening to me. But I'm looking for an answer. So when I talk to my horses, I am actually asking them something so that it gives us a cue of what it is that they're trying to tell us as well. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting. And you, you can't be like meeting your mom for lunch or anything. <laughs> like when you start doing this, you really have to be in that space that it's no rush. You're, you're just there like them living in that moment because mm -hmm. they want to tell you stuff, but we have to listen. And of course we know listening is going to become hugely through their body language. Absolutely. Hello, Douglas. Welcome. So, for example, this happened a while back, but we had a horse, JR. Uh, she's no longer with us. And Disco. And Disco's the boy. JR was our brood mare. Now, poor JR, she was getting up in age. Absolutely. Yeah. So she was in her late 20s. But, you know, you're always trying to help your horse to be more comfortable as they are growing older, right? Mm -hmm. And we knew so she, was, she was sore. She was so sore. Know how or why we were trying to figure it out. Yeah, like we had vets, we had the x-rays, we've had the masseuses come in, we've had the oh, Cairo, that. we've had the Reiki, we've had the, well, everything that you yeah. can think of. And then, of course, then adding special stuff to their, their meals, but nothing was really doing it. So here's Carolyn and I talking in the arena, and it was just Disco and JR. Mm -hmm. Disco and JR were tight, tight, tight. It was very cute. Oh, it was so <laughs> precious. So we start asking 
a question as we're talking and it was the most amazing thing because we were asking jr the question yeah let me know sweetie where's it hurts tell us then what happened was disco moves uh carolyn's hand so it was really neat because at first like carolyn was just kind of going you know just over her and Scanning asking the almost. question like yeah <laughs> like something would happen when i found it I, yeah i don't know, I don't know why did, so <laughs> i was right <laughs> yeah and then disco like held her hand literally yeah. with his muzzle at this area so then we were like oh, did that just happen like so then we really had to second test yeah. it because it's like okay could just be in our hands because we're wanting something to happen we do it again disco does exactly the same thing with carolyn's hand this and like moves where time. she's sore and it was yeah. above her shoulder yeah so it was like so cool because we weren't expect well we didn't ex no. even expect them to no. give us the answer like <laughs> no. that so then we had you had kind of worked on jr for a little bit yeah did a little bit of stuff with her just try to figure out like exactly where and whatever else and you know try to relieve a little bit of pain for her as well so then i thought okay let's pay for another masseuse to come in so give her a call she's really good I decided I'm not telling this lady anything because I always like to test people on yeah. <laughs> when they say they can fix the things. I don't want them to know the information, right? Well, and if it's not that, you don't want to no. skew them either just by thinking, hey, we think it's this because our horse told us. <laughs> yeah, that. No, it sounds right. <laughs> no, so you want to give them the opportunity if they're specialists in that to do their specialist thing as well, right? So she did JR full body. So she had been in there an hour. So I decided to come back in. She said, JR, for who she is, she's in really fine shape. So everything is good. I really didn't find much. And then as she's saying that JR, I don't know, did a movement and Melanie went to her shoulder area. Oh, no. As the, oh my goodness, you got to keep it in line how it's going. She said it was, everything was fine. She goes, but then I thought I was complete. Then JR moved, and just I discovered through her movement, her shoulder has a problem. So, of course, then now I'm intrigued. So she takes me over, and where her shoulder was, her fascia band. It's a nice big, you probably have them with your own horses, a nice indent. So we know the fascia band has been torn there. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you can never make fascia band go back together again. So now we're having to work around how to still make her comfortable because she's always going to live with this little divot in there. But I thought it was really cool that because of a horse telling us what the other horse's problem was, we called a human in who actually knows yeah. how to do things. And then she discovered where the problem was on JR. Mm -hmm. But it was because of Disco literally telling us. Yeah. So they will tell you answers. It's so true. And like, had you told me, a story like that 15 years ago <laughs> i probably would have been like okay <laughs> like, uh, the horse, she, the horse she told smoking. you right <laughs> now we're not saying that our horses are going to sit back like mr ed and no. be like i really need some vitamin d that's not what <laughs> no. they're going to do right that's not it's not how it works but you have to be able to listen to how they react how they respond to things and when you are super clear with your intention of a question like we were with jr Disco yes. was super clear with his intention in answering. Did we get it double checked by a human who knows these things? Absolutely. But it was it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing because we took the time to actually like pay attention. You we could have gone the route of being like, we're trying to do something, Disco. Get your muzzle out of here. We're trying to do something. That's not listening, right? That's not taking the opportunity to see 
what gift they can really give you at that moment. Because had we done that, I think we would have missed it altogether. We would have. And that just reminds me, the other day we had uh, Janet who does Masterson's Method. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's actually pretty spectacular. However, she and her top lady came by to visit us at the facility. And we have a new horse. Her name is Lola. And you see here is where the non-listening was happening because then she presents her butt to us. Well... I don't want her to get into this habit as none of us do. And she's four. And she's only four, yeah. right? So we know even mentally her brain hasn't developed because that doesn't take place until the fifth year. So as the butt was coming to us, I'm trying to move her. But the Janet and Lori who are with us, they actually pose, is she trying to tell us something about what she's needing? Now, again, you have to be in that frame of mind to be open mm -hmm. to understanding because we are a facility where we do allow our horses to communicate and tell us things. So they are coming into our space mm -hmm. because we're needing to know certain things. So anyway, we thought, hmm, now that's interesting. But here's the zinger to all of this. When she was two, she got kicked in the head by another horse and her whole head, like it was just huge. Like, you know what a goose egg is? It's like 10 times the size yeah. of a goose egg. But she had to fracture her skull or something too, didn't she? They did x-rays and everything. No, and here is the coolest part. Like wow. nothing, it was just a huge nonk. A nonk? A huge nonk. <laughs> a goose egg, if you will. <laughs> <A goose egg. laughs> Any hoodle. She, the swelling and everything went down, blah, 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 blah. But then Janet and Lori are saying, now, interesting, everything still does start mm -hmm. from the pull. So if you think about that, I, all the way throughout their whole body, which makes sense, the spine and all of those great things. I'm not talking eloquent like she would. <laughs> but that would be something, you know, two years ago that even to fix some of the stuff that would have happened with that big like it's like a sudden shock to the system. Now your body has to adapt to that healing. Yeah. What's happening to all the entire body. So I thought it was pretty cool with Janet and Lori recognizing me. that. And then we weren't so, oh yeah, she's not just being rude because, you know, horses don't know disrespect. It's us yeah. who know disrespect. So they just know it, they need something. That's right. <laughs> if they are doing something dis disrespectful, we've allowed that to happen. So we, we want, you know, it's a special or a, a thread like it's very mm -hmm. very you got to know the difference between when they're actually trying to talk to you or when they're actually well just being and i don't want to say rude but just being a horse yeah but we've allowed them to do something well it's like babies right babies aren't being rude when they cry no. or hitting you in the face <laughs> yeah, they aren't doing that they just know that their butt's dirty and it's uncomfortable and that's they're trying to alleviate it right that's the only way they know how horses it's kind of the same thing they're just trying to alleviate something it's yeah. the only way that they know how it's not coming out of a place of being rude or disrespect it's just i have this issue this i need to scratch my butt on something and you happen to be there or know? even that pressure but, point of that butt just to get that you know like when we have a, a scratch on our back a niche yes. on our back and we it, we got to get in deep right and yeah. they weigh like tons of poundage but that's where that lovely like horsemanship versus listening piece comes in handy too. Because if yeah. you're listening, you can figure out different reasons as to why they might do something. Do we want her to always hand us her butt? No, no. That's just, we're li still listening, but that's not how we want things to roll either. So it no. still has to be that lovely balance in between Line. there as well. Yes. Yeah. So the dentist, let's talk about the dentist mm. piece. 
So Carolyn is going to show you the first picture. Now you don't know what you don't know until you do know. So that's always our line. And seriously, I think for all of us who are in the horse world, who are always wanting to gain more knowledge about these magnificent creatures, I don't think we'll ever no. learn it all. But when our time is here, it, the, you know, the teacher appears. So we knew of the equine dentist before, but I still didn't really understand what an equine dentist was. So now I totally recommend it's like a specialist. You would not go to a family doctor for heart surgery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You Very would good. Yeah. That's well said. And yeah. We'll just keep it at that. So any hoodle, this is our dentist. But he was telling me a story about this poor, poor horse. So this is really great to know. I wish I had the teeth to show you. Mm. With horses' teeth, horses' teeth continually grow. They grow all through their life. So you see, this is a problem for us horse people who don't know that the tooth keeps growing. It doesn't stop like humans. It's a continual growth. So if we're not looking after it, because our domesticated horses, they don't have all of the stuff to chew on to be able to make those teeth yeah, work. They don't get to forage usually as often as they would in the Exactly. As well. Yeah. So how a horse's mouth looks, of course, is looking, that's the straight on. But on the side, here's the side. When they pick up the, their grass, so they got the nice teeth aligned, they pick up their grass and then they chew it to the one side and then they roll it over to the other. So it's a continuum rolling of this and then they swallow the food. With our domesticated horses, as we keep them, their teeth keep getting longer and longer and longer. And then this is causing problems in the, the chew method. Okay. To emulsify probably. Exactly. Just like you said before. Yeah. So if we, again, untrained eye, we're taking a look at our teeth. And I mean, we've had lots of vets in before as well. They look at their teeth, right? But they're not a specialist in it. Uh, some are, but a lot have, well, they'll even tell you, we've taken eight hours of dental in university right so you look at the teeth and hey well it looks pretty normal it doesn't look too too bad but here's where the difference happens so how uh grant got this mare head this mare belonged to a couple who too did not know about dental equine dentists this mare they kept in their life she was a brood mare but Interesting, she would only take uh, maybe every second or third year. But they loved her so much that they always just kept her on. At around 15, this mare died. They buried her on her property because they just loved her so. Of course, a few years later, body comes up probably from all the animals. <coughs> and now they know about the dentist. They're just sickened. So they give, give the skull to Grant so he can take it around and show people. This beautiful mare, if you take even a look at the picture, you see how her tooth just continually grows? Mm -hmm. And if you take a look at the picture on the right, it literally has broken her jaw. So can you imagine what this horse had to have been living in for years? Because mm. this doesn't just happen. This is the growth as they're getting older. So it's really important for all of you out there. That's the one thing. Oh, please, please, please look after your horse's teeth. It's not just doing a float on their back teeth. It's their whole the mouth, whole mouth, the whole teeth system that needs to work properly. Oop, <laughs> properly. There we go. So 
that they were well surviving and that those teeth don't grow because literally grant has given me teeth that is this big like yeah. the teeth continually grow and, and then, that's a holy jump to and they'll right say there. oh wow this horse is ornery or this horse doesn't listen or i can't put a bit in this horse and they always think you know not always but sometimes people think it's a horse issue well if your jaw was slowly being broken i think i'd be a little ornery too right oh. like that's yeah anywho though we hope that is helpful for you yeah, because, you know, again, it's all about sharing and helping each other learn more information. Dr. Steven Peters, he's one of our most favorite. If you haven't mm -hmm. heard of him, go look him up because it has changed the way we have done many things because he is a brain neurologist and now he works on horse horses' brains as yeah. well. So he's helped us to understand, you know, how people just say, oh, yawning, they're tired. Well, they're not. Oh, sorry. Her daughter's on the phone. <laughs> And I have that emergency 911 thing, you know, where they can surpass everything and they always call our tags <laughs> no matter what. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, <laughs> Dr. Stephen Peters, really start following him because that brain and when you are under why that horse is yawning, why that horse is licking and chewing, why that horse is turning this way, it is so darn helpful. Yeah. And we don't have lots of time today, unfortunately, because Carolyn... She's it's her birthday tomorrow and she's going to take a lovely little trip to Excellent. celebrate her beautiful birthday. So we have a program this afternoon with our Calgary Dream Center guys. Love working with those men. Oh, so good. So we hope that it has helped over part one and part two, just giving you a little bit more information on maybe something you didn't know before. And if you are catching this after the fact, you think, man, I wish they would have answered this question for yeah. me. Throw it in the comments because we don't mind doing a part three on this sort of thing, but give us the questions, people. Give us give us some content, if you will, so we don't have to use our brains for the whole thing. But then our, we're happy to help. Our brain gets tired. Very sleepy. Very <laughs> <laughs> tired. Very sleepy. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Beautiful Penny. horse people. Have an amazing day. You're amazing. You're unique. Your horse is totally cool. We all know that. Yes. Horses are healers of the world. Yep, they are life changers. And don't forget, you are too. So spread that kindness. Spread the, spread the welfare knowledge of the horse across the globe, across the land, if you will. Yes. Doggone it. Woo! And have a fabulous week. Victory! <laughs> okay. All about the victory thing. Talk to you later. Victory. Oh, okay. <laughs> or I guess that's it. Oh, I don't. See, I'm just copying her because I have no idea. <laughs> what else could I make her do? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Bye.